Two people across two time zones bringing you one podcast. Welcome to Two to Go, a 10-minute idea jamming session for people on the go. This is Dhairi joining from New York and this is Rohan joining from Mumbai. We talk about anything and everything under the sun that excites us. Rohan, do we talk business? Yep. What about technology? Hell yeah. And artificial intelligence and all of that? Why not? Education check movies check books check <laughs> okay i get it so let's start jamming with tudigo tudigo <laughs> hey everyone welcome to the third episode of tudigo today we are going to discuss about the dream workplace we're going to talk about what does an ideal a dream workplace look like so rohan jump in I mean, there cannot be a projector in the dream workplace because right now, if you have to have a meeting, we need to have a meeting before that so that we can set up a projector that takes up like almost half the time. Yeah, there needs to be a replacement, and I'm thinking virtual reality can help us there. Uh, what about you? Ideas? No, I have no ideas. That's why we are doing this podcast. <laughs> of course, I, of course, I always have ideas. Okay, so there should be vending machine in the workplace. That's it. Okay, what what is it going to vend? Elaborate. <laughs> the vending machine will not give out coke it will not give out pepsi no chocolates it will give out time i feel employees especially in indian workplace workplaces they do not get time for themselves and i feel that is extremely important for someone to be engaged and to have fun to have fun at workplace what if it could dispense you 20 minutes every day to just go and take a damn walk stand up from your computer the vending machine gives you a 1 hour time slot to read a book it gives you sometimes possibly a 3 hour time slot to watch an entire movie and the way it would operate is based on your performance and your goals that you're meeting constantly in the company the vending machine would collect all that data and and just guess what would be recommended so it's like netflix but not just movies and everything else and it actually also gives you time damn so, that's a cool idea we 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 could actually start working on a prototype you know that reminds me a dream workplace should have a room for prototyping new ideas there should be a tinkering lab in a dream workplace you know where you could just if you suddenly have an idea like this a crazy one you could just walk into a room and you would have all the tools to start working on it like right then in the current work scenario that we have we spend so much time in front of our laptops and computers sitting down on a desk that it leads to obesity and so many problems right so little things in a dream workplace like meetings you you could have your meeting standing or you know taking a walk out in the garden instead of having to sit down uh, in a conference room a system that actually tracks cholesterol levels and if if all the employees are getting enough sleep and how they are doing health wise so that you could mandatorily have to you know at least take a walk or go out cycling or hit the gym or you know just just go to the spa where you could get a complimentary massage just because you're so stressed yeah but your dream workplace almost sounded to me like a prison system with a luxurious spa <laughs> <laughs> actually in america a lot of workplaces do have mandatory health checkups and they create policies i have a simple example my wife works for a tech company spends it was on a computer typing so she had an ergonomical checkup where there was an ergonomic specialist uh, mom, for most people who don't even understand what that is it's looking at your furniture and your desk and everything they looked at her chairs the chair back and how much it inclined and my wife's height 
and they look at all this data they actually realize that her chair was 2 inches taller and that made her bend a little bit to access her keyboard so what they did two things they gave her a better chair but they also turned her keyboard which was actually very far because of the cord length and they turned into a wireless keyboard so now she can bring it much closer to her chair on the desk it actually made a lot of difference and she doesn't have the back and the upper shoulder pain she used to have there could be a workplace that also doesn't have a very strict policy on footwear i would love to just uh, hang out in floaters someday and uh, not have sneakers and you know formal shoes actually hurt a lot for both men and women especially for women i've heard that all the time but i think uh, we need a more relaxed a humanistic policy for footwear as opposed to a sexist policy that we have in place today exactly you could even turn up in office barefoot speaking of which we have these open gardens and workplaces nowadays right and they're covered in grass and it feels so good to walk barefoot in grass i mean i love it so yeah. what if we could have that like indoors as well you know like an entire you know a floor made of grass artificial or natural where you could just walk around barefoot the only thing is if we do turn it into a um, garden workplace you we won't have a we will have a strict pet policy because if you bring dogs we know what they do to the grass yeah so <laughs> we'll have to think about that situation i mean we are talking about dreaming shouldn't we have place that allows people to dream in the workplace i mean and for that the basic requirement is sleeping so i definitely believe we should have a couch and an amazing comfortable warm bed for anyone to sleep during a daytime to take a nap that is definitely important yeah the, the culture of napping definitely needs to be in the workplace you know and like no eyebrows raised something that is encouraged so we can have a a glue that sticks everyone's eyebrow to the particular limit so you cannot raise your eyebrow it will just stick to your skin so we can do that also bad joke okay <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and we should also have a no bad joke policy. Okay, that reminds me. We should have a joke ATM. You you can walk in walk to this ATM and use your employee card, and based on your mood, it would use a retina recognition. Then it will find out your mood and give you a joke based on uh what will uplift your spirit. So a joke ATM, you know, at the workplace. Dream workplace should. actually be a complete white box there will be nothing inside it you can walk inside and you can select prototype of the rooms we like i can it can recreate like my living room my bedroom or whatever and i can just come to my workplace and depending on my mood i can hit a button let's say beach african mozambican beach and then it will just turn it into an african mozambican beach including temperature control and uh, guess what people who actually comes to your work area they also have to almost like they are entering a new country so that entire experience of creating the comp- turning the company into a globe forget about the dream workplace i think even the real workplace today needs to have more windows we need to give people access to windows that's really important speaking of which uh, so when walt disney designed his first building he made it into an h shape because he figured that that is the way to get maximum number of window access to every desk oh wow i didn't know that in fact walt yeah. disney has done so many crazy things i remember at his workplace people would come up with ideas and initially he would reject a lot of them and he realized people are just trashing these ideas and putting in the trash cans so one night he just took a stroll and started taking out trash literally from his employees trash bins and he saw some amazing ideas that the employees didn't even bring it to him because they were too scared that they would be turned down and he found some of the best ideas that were actually eventually used in the company turned into comics and storylines 
using some of the ideas he found in the trash cans of his employees. Yeah, I mean, along the same lines, Ed Catmull, who's the president of Pixar. So he says that the communication model of your workplace cannot be the same as the reporting model. So it means that whatever is the model that they use for operations, if I have two reportees under me and they have two reportees under me and then the work flows from top to bottom or whatever, that cannot be the same as the communication model. There has to be, it has to be flat. So the entire workplace needs to be designed. When Steve Jobs designed the new Pixar building, which is called the Steve Jobs building, by the way, he made sure that it is a place where community is on top, you know, because the workplace is not defined by the kind of furniture you have or by, you know, whatever machinery you have in there. It is defined by the people and the kind of community it builds. So Steve Jobs made a workplace where there is one entrance so that everybody enters together and right Everything that happens publicly is in the center of the workplace. So if you took a walk around, you would find some event, some conference, some meeting happening right in the center with the bosses of Pixar sitting right there. You said he did this at Pixar, right? Steve Jobs. Yep. Yep. No wonder because when he was at Apple before this, he was an asshole. I mean, he made sure that people do not enter together. In fact, there were two separate buildings. One of them was completely focused on security projects, which was, I think, Lisa, which the other thing yes. was not even allowed to enter despite being employees of the same company. And there are many stories of Steve Jobs creating actually the most toxic environment for his employees because he believed if he had compete my employees against each other, they will actually come up with the best. So, of course, he changed and his policies and yes. his leadership styles, they all evolved over the years and Pixar was the turning point for his life and then he came back to Apple and of course what happened next is the history we know we use it every single day if I'm talking about dream workplace I have so many ideas that come into my head and that says that there might not be a need for human beings to go to their workplace anymore because most of the 90% of the jobs will be done by AI and automation and robots and all of that. And then we'll have universal basic income. People will be paid only to sit at home. They can choose not to work uh, in a workplace and, and blah, blah, blah. Now, I don't know how much of it is true and what it what does it really mean for us as a world, as a civilization, because work defines purpose, you know, waking up every morning and all of that. But let's just say that if all of this happens and we are not expected to go to the workplace and it's all taken over by robots in in that case the dream workplace is basically your home and you are moving away from a more operational role to a more monitoring and supervising role and making sure that the ai or the automation or the robots that you are controlling are actually having the illusion that you are controlling them and not the other way around is all that you are doing in that case your dream workplace is just your home and isn't that a dream it's not a dream. I mean, it sounds so dystopian. I don't want to be a part of a world where all you have to do is just wake up in the same place you're sleeping and that's it. Go nowhere and virtually control a bot that does your job for you. And then I had recently heard an amazing podcast. I would recommend it to anyone who's interested learning more about this from Michael Sandel from Harvard University. And he talks about what happens when AI and automation takes over our job and he actually has a room filled up, filled with people and half of the people are like, yeah, I it will actually allow me to learn what I have to learn in life, allow me to explore the world. I, it would take me places with universal basic income and yeah, that might be possible if you start thinking it that way. People's health might improve because they're less stressed. They're now doing exactly, they're following their passion. They're still spending more time reading, learning. And then there was this other class of people that heavily argued saying, but we lose the purpose. You know, we do all of that so that we can work and we work a lot so that we can do, we can travel more. So what if you actually take out a major component from this cycle away? Does, you know, the cycle doesn't exist anymore. And where do, where do we go from there? So we don't have answers for that, but 
I think it's a, it makes for a very cool discussion topic, especially, you know, over at your next dinner table conversation. If anyone's listening to this, I hope someone, uh, please send us your ideas around, you know, what a dream workplace looks like for you guys. And uh, thank you so much for joining us. This is Dharia from New York. This is Rohan from Mumbai. Bye guys.